What does this encounter on the Emmaus Road say to us here today on Camps Road in Haverhill? I want to highlight just three of many details that I could bring out of this story, but just three for you today as we receive God's word for us. And firstly, it is that question from the risen Lord to those disciples. What are you discussing together as you walk along? What are you discussing together as you walk along? And it's a very live question that Jesus could ask you and me today. How would you answer Jesus? What's going on in your life? What's on your mind? In the family, in a relationship or in a friendship, what are you discussing together? What are you talking about? What are the issues? What are your questions? What are your struggles? What, like those two friends on the road, would make your face be downcast? What burden weighs you down today? And hey, even... What are you arguing about? What are you arguing about? And here the word for discussion that Luke uses is is a strong word. It suggests there was a lively conversation, even an argument. Um, Literally, it's a back and forth between the two friends on their way. They're downcast, dejected, defeated, trying to make sense of the events of the last few days of Good Friday, trying to make sense of their pain and their loss. And they're doing something brilliant that we should still do today, and that's they're talking about their trauma. And maybe you've read our chair of the district's pastoral letter writing about trauma. It's worth a read. And talking about trauma is very healthy and it helps us to heal. I see that when I'm at open mind. So keep talking. Keep talking. Don't bottle it in. Don't struggle on your own. There are companions on the way. There are brothers and sisters around you. And as these friends walked and talked on the road, Jesus catches up with them. He draws alongside and he joins in their conversation. And he does the same for you and for me. Jesus catches up with you 
today? Do you need that catch-up with Jesus? Have you been traveling unaware of him recently? Or out of step with him? Maybe going on ahead or perhaps lagging behind? Or maybe feeling alone? Maybe you've lost your vision of the risen Lord. Or struggling to recognize him. And like these disciples on the road, we can be honest and say, yes, sometimes we struggle to recognize the presence of the living God in the everyday journey of our lives on the difficult stony paths that we sometimes tread. Much is hidden. And sometimes, like then, it seems Jesus travels with us incognito. For how we need him. We need his wisdom in the questions that we have about the circumstances we find ourselves in. Often circumstances beyond our own own control. And the good news is that Jesus comes right alongside you. And he is right there with you, Emmanuel, in it all. Right at your side. Today, let Jesus catch up with you. Let Jesus catch up with you. Tell him how it is. Talk to him. Pray to him. And when you go home this week, keep searching the scriptures. You'll find him there as well. And as for those two friends, for us, Jesus is a patient teacher. He is a patient teacher who bears with our slowness to understand. So let him into your conversation. Let him into your struggles. Give it to him. The second detail of this Emmaus Road story that I want to share with you is the disciples' plea to the risen Lord. Stay with us, for the day is far spent. We're told as they came near to the village to which they were going, Jesus walked ahead as if he was going further. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us. It is almost evening, and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. The eyes were not yet open to the truth that this was Jesus, but they'd heard and seen enough that they didn't want him to go. They wanted him to stay. 
This was more than just an invitation. Luke is telling us that they pleaded with Jesus. Perhaps they physically took his hand or his shoulder and wanted to hold on to him and told him not to leave them in that evening hour. Stay with us, Lord. Abide with us. And it's this scripture that inspired that well-loved hymn, Abide with me. Abide with me. Fast falls the eventide. The darkness deepens. Lord, with me abide. When other helpers fail, and comforts flee. Help of the helpless, abide with me. It's a powerful prayer we can still pray today. Stay with us, Lord, for it is almost evening and the day is now far spent. Here is a picture of the world today. The world's light fails the world's light fails. The darkness of sin and evil cast a great shadow across the world today. It's the evening hour. Time is running out. And the Apostle Paul recognizes this when he wrote these words in his letter to the Romans, chapter 13, verse 12. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. God brings light out of darkness. And he calls us as church to be his light, his beacon. May this church's light never burn low or burn out. The church's plea to the church in 2023 must also be, stay with us, Lord. Stay with us, Lord. Stay with us, Lord, always through our trials, through our temptations, through our losses. For too many churches in our country are closing or losing hope, losing light. The church must hold on to Jesus Christ in this evening hour as we seek to keep our lamp burning bright. And for our own church, we can say that the day is far spent for my season of ministry among you. And that's hard for us, and it's hard for you. We can say that the stationing process this year 
is far spent. We still await news of my successor, and that's hard, especially in light of all the wonderful work and faithfulness of our invitation committee in doing their duty, in doing all they could for us as a church. So we need the Lord. Are we pleading with the Lord? Are we interceding? Praying not just alone, but together. Praying, Jesus, stay with us. We can't go forward without you. We can't see the way without you. So I do encourage you, if you are free, to join us for our church prayer meeting about that this Saturday at 2.30 p.m. And let's remain faithful in prayer. Let's keep trusting and let's keep hoping, knowing that God is faithful. He's moved mountains and ministers before, and he will do it again. And as night closed in, Jesus answered that request of his friends. He went in and stayed with them. Which brings me to the third observation that I want to highlight for you today on this Emmaus Road story. The scene is set inside the house at the meal table. And when Jesus was at table with them, he took the bread, he blessed it, he broke it, and he gave it to them. In the breaking of the bread, the two friends had their eyes opened to the vision of the risen Lord. Their eyes were opened. Christ had broken open the scriptures, and here he broke open the bread of fellowship. Did that action trigger things within them, trigger memories or things they'd heard about Jesus when Jesus had taken and blessed bread and shared it and multiplied it on the mountainside or in the upper room at the Last Supper? Or perhaps when he broke the bread, there they could see the wounds of the nails in his hands and the penny dropped. This stranger was none other than their Lord, alive again. Whatever it was, their eyes were opened. And in a similar, similar way, we recognize Jesus, our living Savior, at the breaking of the bread at the Lord's table whenever we receive Holy Communion. And we can add, not just then, but we recognize Christ's presence in the sharing of the bread at other mealtimes, at home, at church. Remember those words from Acts 2.46. Day by day, the disciples broke bread at home 
from house to house. Let's continue that breaking of bread together and recognize the Lord among us. And we recognize the Lord by his wounds of love. We recognize Jesus in the wounds of this world, in Ukraine, in Sudan, in Haverhill, in Keddington, wherever, in our hearts, in our own wounds and traumas. Let's have a vision of the risen Lord. May our eyes be opened to his presence and his love. That was not the end of the Emmaus Road story. Yes, the risen Lord vanished from their sight, but he was alive in their hearts. Their hearts were then on fire with love for the Lord, we are told. They excitedly ran back to Jerusalem to share the good news. So likewise, let the fire of his love fall upon us today. We Methodist people are the people of the warmed heart. Let's go from here with warmed hearts. As as his witnesses, let's go home rejoicing from the Emmaus Road along Camps Road today. And with them, we shall journey from thinking God is nowhere to believing God is now here. Amen. Let us pray. Let us think and pray on those three points. A question from the risen Lord. What are you discussing together as you walk along? Catch up with Jesus. The plea to the risen Lord, stay with us, for the day is far spent. Seek the company and the light of Christ. Have that revelation of a vision of the risen Lord. Open your eyes and recognize that Jesus is with you on your journey. Thank you, Jesus, our faithful friend. Amen. We're going to sing a song of response and then Charmaine is going to come and lead us in our prayers for the world.
people. When I say, Lord Jesus, help us to recognize the signs, please join me with the response and open our eyes to see your presence. Lord Jesus, we come in stillness to seek you. We pause now to review in our minds the week that has passed. As we do so, we ask you to show us where you were present. Perhaps we didn't notice you at the time, but can see you now as we remember. When we were out and about, perhaps in the shops, the park, or at work, where were you then? And something significant was happening to us last week. Show us where you were. If we met with anyone this last week, maybe work colleagues, customers, healthcare workers, maybe in the face of a fractious and tearful child, maybe when we were at our wits' end. Looking back, Lord, help us to see where you were in those encounters. Lord, we rejoice that you were there with us every step of the way, even if we couldn't see you. You were there in moments of pain and sorrow, as well as great fun and joy. We thank you that you are always present Whatever our circumstances, whether we can feel your presence or not, as we go into a new week, help us to look more closely for your presence. Lord Jesus, help us to recognize the signs and open our eyes to see your presence. Lord Jesus, you are with us in all the tiny details of our lives as well as the major moments. We bring to you now important moments for our community this week, maybe some weddings that we might be looking forward to attending, and the funeral on Monday of dear Colin, our friend of many years. Lord, we ask that those who will be there at those events will have a real sense of your love and care. Lord Jesus, help us to recognize the signs and open our eyes to see your presence. Lord, you are there locally and internationally. We bring to you now the places and people who have made the headlines this week. We lift the nation of Sudan to you. The people and places in the USA where there have been yet more gun crimes again this week. We continue to remember Ukraine, Yemen, Syria, Turkey and Afghanistan. You see those places even when they are out of the news. Lord Jesus, help us to recognize the signs and open our eyes to see your presence. Lord, we pray for those who really need a sign of your presence with them this week. 
we lift to you our young people back at school and all of those who are preparing for exams. We pray for pupils, students and teachers in this very busy term. We pray for parents as they juggle their busy lives while supporting their youngsters through troubled waters. Lord Jesus, help us to recognise the signs and open our eyes to see your presence. We pray for those who are sick in body, mind or spirit. We ask for your comforting presence to aid them in their pains. We pray for patience and courage for all of those who look after them. We pray for the lonely, isolated and housebound. For all who are carers, paid or unpaid, known or unknown. And we pray for those who are sorrowful today. Help them to know that your resurrection means that there is hope for the future. Lord Jesus, help us to recognise the signs and open our eyes to see your presence. Lord, we turn now to the week ahead. You are already going before us and we thank you that you are preparing our way. Show us how to be Christ bringers wherever we go so that others will see your reality through us. We commit this new week to you asking that you help us to see you at every turn, in every face. Forgive us when we ignore the signs and guide us forward into all the new wonders that will greet us in the resurrection hope that you have given us. Lord Jesus, help us to recognise the signs and open our eyes to see your presence and lead us ever onwards into your light. Amen. Let us now join together to say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Thank you, Shem, for your prayers, helping us to travel the paths of the world from the Emmaus Road today. Thank you. A reminder that our prayer team are available wearing green lanyards. If you would like a companion on the road today to pray with you before you go home, um, just please do ask and they'll love to pray with you. We want to go from here filled with the light and the love of Jesus and to pray, shine, Jesus, shine.
May our hearts burn with his love as we sing. Thank you. <laughs>